Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 What we need to do is see the world in you and see the world in me. And when we get into our bones, we wake up to the moans of freedom. Of freedom. So like. Like a track's like when we get on the mic. We got that pussy on type and the vortex all right. Got them all calling out. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic. I am Megan Granger. And I am Dana Moon. And today we are talking to Sean Brethwaite. He is our celebrity in-house astrologist, hottest man we've ever seen. He comes on every season to discuss the energy of the season. Hey, I bet you didn't know that every season you manifest differently. Now you do. Now you do. We had him on for the fall equinox, and now we have him on for the winter solstice. So why are you calling it a solstice and not an equinox? Um, Didn't he call it a solstice? I thought you were... I Maybe. I just thought you knew something I didn't, but winter solstice, fall equinox. Okay. And then don't ask me about spring because I don't live in the future, lady. (laughs) So they kind of, I live in the present. It just means there's a new energy and this is happening right now. New ways to manifest. Hey, you guys, it's winter energy. Reflect on your fucking life. (laughs) Sounded like you just said winter energy. Winter. It's winter. (laughs) Winter. Pronounce the T's, lady. You know, like, start reflecting. Look look at some shit. Dana and I are sitting in a car right now. (laughs) We're sitting in a car. Podcasting. Wait. It's actually, I feel like it's good noise because I feel like the it's enclosed. Yeah, you guys are welcome. We're actually doing this for you. It's winter energy. So if you're winning, (laughs) welcome. Dana pointed out that this is the most Los Angeles thing that's ever happened. We are podcasting on the like side of West Hollywood. Um, People are looking at us. We have a light on in the car. It's night. Why do we have this light on? I don't know. Should we turn the light off? Yeah, it's like really weird. We're just just doing a show. I want to (laughs) connect. I've been weird about connecting with people and with energy since I did Molly. This makes sense. So Dana went to a Secret Santa costume (laughs) <laughs> I mean, secret santa party guys i go to i go to secret santa's <laughs> dressed up in costume and i just like bum, ru- bum rush everyone's christmas party she did molly um she ended up not doing the secret santa i couldn't move I, I exchange had, yeah i had to lay down for like hours but, but you had some realizations <laughs> you, i love how serious you got you had some realizations uh, we want them don't fuck around with our realizations let's just understand that i like we're being basic in a car podcasting and i was like a basic la girl on molly okay laying on sheepskin rug with wearing a velvet top with her nipple out okay and i kept saying things like doesn't the island of hawaii have a distinct smell like when anybody was talking about anything i would just like no. jump into their conversation and i would be like oh you were just in hawaii hawaii the island has a distinct smell and then i was naming the smells Oh, my God. And actually, one person who also might have been on Molly agreed with me. So I was making good points. Okay. All right. I had, um, I think it was, like, stronger than Molly because I had full-on visuals. Mm-hmm. And I was with um, our friend Courtney, and I saw, like, um, geometric shapes. Her whole face was covered in <laughs> a Merkaba. Sounds 
insane. Her That's face the was fourth covered. time you've said Merkaba today. I need to stop saying Merkaba. Can you tell us where what? Merkaba is life force, and it's a distinct symbol and a distinct now, pattern. Now, did somebody tell you that night it was the Merkaba pattern, or have you been familiar with this? For I've a been long semi time? familiar with it because of our friend Aaron, our Reiki, ah. our Reiki girl Aaron. And Courtney's like well informed about it, and she has a strong like purple aura. And I was literally seeing stars like shoot out of her body, and I was seeing geometric <laughs> patterns with <laughs> rainbow prisms. That sounds so chill. With rainbow prisms, and I was feeling I just wanted to be around women mm-hmm. because women had the safest, most powerful energy. Mm. All that pussy energy. Like okay, that's it was a constant like constant 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 communication with whoever i was communicating with but women like (laughs) are so (laughs) wait we're so powerful and we're not owning our light and our light and our power stands no chance against anything else on this planet you mean nothing else on this planet stands a chance against our light and power i'm so dyslexic yes thank you for that no that's great I'm I, I love that like and I've been so crazy and my girlfriends probably think I'm insane but I'm like 2019 we're owning our light mm. we're done we're so done playing small yeah. we're done hiding our light we're done dimming our shine it's fucking our time literally a man walking his dog just like stopped because he's so scared of us I, yelling this uh, in no, a car we oh, okay I'm, I'm just gonna just throw it out there just give it to us Hollywood loud and clear <laughs> I <laughs> just want us move all along sir we get it we're doing a podcast i just want us all to let it out let our power yeah. out and let our light out okay i'm ready like, like we have to okay it's it's a little bit harder said than done when you're not on molly oh my god i know but w- but you know what we're all going to just show up In like support. we're on ecstasy every day <laughs> really funny if somebody could put that on a pillow patchwork for me show up like we're on ecstasy yeah or molly laced with ecstasy and you know just bring it to a level that you're not comfortable with that's what we talk about a lot today intentions a little bit out of your comfort zone you know it's scary i was not at the secret santa party because i went to a secret santa party the night before that was so disturbing it scared you into becoming secret i became so secret that i was like (laughs) santa who might not exist unless you have children in the car in which case yes he does um i've met him he does yeah he does don't even Uh um but so yeah i'm i i fucked i i fucking hated my first secret santa party it's terrible (sighs) well i loved my secret santa party because i didn't even play the game yeah. I was just tripping goddamn balls. Yeah. Yours, I should have gone to the second one, skipped the first one, but life has a way. So I went to the first one. I talk a little bit about it in the podcast because it was really, really um, a lot. But mm-hmm. it's processed now. I'm a bigger woman for hearing that my Secret Santa gift was the worst thing anyone's ever received. Um, I'm moving on. The coolest thing, though, about telling that story to Sean which Megan shares in the episode later on like spoiler alert his perspective you're just like why can you not be with me everywhere Sean right (sighs) 
his perspective and his outlook, he's, he just snaps everything into focus, which is a lot of that his episodes. That is the best way of putting it. Like, ev- I can come to him with shit that feels so thick and, and like, heavy painful and, big. and heavy. And he's like, oh, you mean so it's like this? And you're like, he says, I'm sorry, what? Yes. He says two words and puts it all into perspective. And you're like, wow, that huge fear that I had is not actually a fear. It's an illusion and it's teaching me something. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's go. Cool. I feel like I've left so much pain at his house. He must have to sage every time <laughs> I like walk out. Um, also, I, I know we've mentioned it. We mentioned it every time. It bears repeating. Hottest man I've ever seen. And Megan, you go a little um, hard on the hitting on him. Yeah. I, I had to restrain her a couple times because she actually made a comment about it being a date. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> It moves in and it's a whole the, I love him I love him he's also getting hotter which is totally unfair and how is that possible <laughs> how is that possible I was like you've always been fit but you're like extra fit oh my god he's like yeah I've been working out a little bit more and I was just like I would die for you to be my husband <laughs> how do we manifest it we will we're gonna <laughs> manifest it oh Sean love us Anyway, um, anywho, should I should I do the brief the the weird thing that happened to me yeah. and Molly? So aside from discovering that women are the most powerful species on the planet, um, um I my heart opened. Oh, God, my, my heart God. chakra opened. That was really awesome. And then, um, did it feel scary like a heart attack? No, it was just so freeing. <coughs> I felt Sorry, so I'm freeing. Really, and it felt so like why have you not been doing this longer? I feel you like know, I'm gonna cough. <clears throat> okay, I got it out. I okay. got it out. Okay. Sorry. I reached um, for water I didn't have. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, so it felt like why haven't I been doing this sooner? Do you still feel like it's open? Um, I I do, but I also have to keep um setting the intention. Oh. Yeah. So you just keep being like open. Yeah, I think it I really do think I mean not to get too heavy, but I feel like it really closed after my dad passed away. Uh, that's not too heavy. That makes that's perfect like, sense. And I feel like I like closed it really hard to That was when you were what, thirteen? Yeah, fourteen. So I think I closed it to protect myself because it was just so much pain to bear at a young age. And so now I'm like it doesn't serve me going around the world with a closed heart. Like who is that s- it's not serving me and it's not serving people I'm interacting with. Right. So and this felt like a first opening. I, I swear I must have done DMT. I mean, I, I don't think this was Molly. I think this was like ayahuasca or something. Well, it sounds like it was something serious because the, our girlfriend who threw the party, who's the most anal person I've ever met in my life, also missed the secret Santa of her she, own party. She was hosting a party and she was like tripping beyond balls. And it was the funny. I was like, this is like a scene in a movie. Yeah. Because she, she laid down next to me and I was like, stay here. I, I like wanted to keep her. For yourself. For myself. And then people were at the party were so mad. Wow. They're like, we all came. We drove here. We got here the time you wanted. We wanted you a secret. People get so crazy with secret I, Santa. I, that's why I couldn't there go to the second one. I, I really can't handle there secret There were screaming Santa's. matches. I mean, I blocked it off. And I was like seeing rainbows and like Yeah, I fairies. couldn't handle it. Anyways, this is the, the funniest. This is the most synchronistic. Synchronistic? Is that a word? Synchronistic. Synchronistic. Listen, we're in a car. We're saying <laughs> words that aren't real. <laughs> Okay, so we're in this, like, room. It's mainly just all my girlfriends, and um, I'm kind of, like, a little... I'm still on Molly, but I'm not, like, having Fully, intense okay. visions, you know, visuals. And so this really cute guy walks in, and I was like, oh, my God, you know, come sit here. What's your name? And he's like, says his name. 
And I go, oh, my name's Dana. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, what do you mean you know? He's like, we spent a weekend in Joshua Tree together. Ooh. And everyone in the room was like, wait, what? You guys know each other? And I thought, so everyone starts t- stops talking and they're like, how do you guys know each other? Because we're both from two separate friend groups. Got it. And I thought he's doing a bit. Of course. And I think he's so funny. So I, c- I go along with the quote unquote bit. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And we like made out and we hooked up and we, you know, we did all this stuff in Joshua Tree. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I guess, I guess like we went on like a Tinder date. And so I'm just like, we're going back and forth. And then everyone was like, wait, are you guys serious or are you not? I'm like, oh no, this is just funny, whatever. And then he pulls me aside. He's like, hey, like we spent a weekend in Joshua Tree together. Wow. I met you. Like, I met you. We, like, hung out all night. So you guys, I mean, the way you're saying it, you guys were with other people, but you were in Joshua Tree together. Like, you yeah. didn't go to Joshua Tree with a guy. I you met him in Joshua him. Tree. Yeah. 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 So and this so was real. So this is real. So then once he once he put the context together, he's like, you were with a bunch of people. Like, you just met getting there, and you knew one person. And, like, you kind of felt weird. And once he said that, mm. and once he told me who he came with, I totally was like, holy fuck i'm so sorry like and he's like we had and the best part is he's like we had an intense connection oops is the best part because i was like um yeah we did what (laughs) huh (laughs) and then i gave him my number and he had a text thread of all of our messages together that is so creepy from four years ago he has to understand four years ago like la terms is like 18 years yeah that's like he he knows i've fully like had relationships with people and not remembered them out it's fine we meet so many people but anyways i'm being a weirdo because i can't i I remember our connection i do i do Mm -hmm. now yes but in the context of like you know i mean he meets me on mushrooms and then you know we were doing mushrooms in joshua tree and then i'm on mall it's my first time doing molly like i probably seem like a drug addict to this guy but i'm truly like not well i mean you're truly a mushroom addict <laughs> dana let's be real <laughs> you do mushrooms a lot <laughs> you do i forgot <laughs> because i'm always on them <laughs> what were you saying i'm on mushrooms i'm sorry where are we uh but i'm just confused because i'm like I'm like what does this all mean i mean he's like a gorgeous man how did how did i forget him to remember again and also like why am I not hanging out with him right now? Like, I really want to know. I can't remember if it was a romantic connection or not. Mm, Which is why I want to hang out with him again. Yeah, you you guys have to hang out again. Sober. Yes. Maybe maybe we'll do cocaine. <laughs> we do not do drugs, you guys. We, we really don't, don't. No, we really don't do drugs. Yeah, don't do any drugs. Just just hang out with them and let sober, the night unfold. Sober, sober, yeah. We love being sober. Yeah. Should I admit what I admitted to you? Yeah. Okay, so this guy's friends with our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's knows each other. So Dana's explaining him to me because I didn't go to the secret Santa. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I made out with him years I ago. It. I love it. But I ha- didn't tell anyone in the friend group because I didn't want them to know. So I've literally told no one my whole life I've gotten away with this. And this was like eight years ago. Yeah. And then today I just had like when you showed me on my hat to tell you because I don't want you guys to like be at your wedding and him be like, yeah, I made out with Megan. And I'm like, Bleh. at my wedding, I'd be like, 
and now you may kiss the bride and I'm going to bring Megan's head in. <laughs> and it's going to be me and Megan and him. And it's going to be like a weird three-way kiss. Uh, and then, yeah. And yes. then it never will be weird again. So that's, you know, I think that's a lesson <laughs> in life to just say things that are weird immediately. Because that's another thing we were just talking at dinner about. How, like, when you let weird things go on for too long, like, let's say I just didn't tell you. It just becomes so weird. It, then you but start like, dating him, then it is weird. Yeah, I just, um, I had something important to say about, like, about letting things be weird. Letting things be weird. No. Um, three-way kiss, bride, groom. Um, I don't know. Who cares? No, literally no one. <laughs> Dana, nobody's listening to you. People just fast forward when you talk. No. I meant both of us. Who cares? Um, you guys, this is a five-star podcast. This is a five-star podcast. Let's get real. Let's get real about what this podcast says. And why do people, hold on, wait. Why do people think making out was a weird thing? I, uh, who thinks that's a weird thing? You did. You said you didn't tell anybody about your makeout with him. Yeah, I, d- I just didn't want to. I really didn't want to with that friend group. Like it, it's such a gossipy because it's not the same friend group it used to be. Now it's evolved. Okay. Yeah. It used to be like, I a, feel like makeouts are thing. just like so fun. Like I make out with my friend and yeah, I make I out with my landlord and yeah, I make out with dogs, whatever. No, it, I'm pretty prude about making out. Okay. I held it in high regard. It's not a big deal, but right. But, Rate this podcast five stars. Oh, yeah. Hey. You guys, it's a lot easier than I thought um, to rate things five stars and to leave a glowing review. Join the Superficial Magic Vibrators Facebook group. Yeah, go. secret fun group. Um, a dear, dear friend of mine told me, Sandy, thank you, to go on the side when you're on Facebook and look in groups. Like, you press the groups button before press you search. Press the groups button. Jesus Christ. And the rest of the episode from here on out is more structured. We're talking about intention. We're talking about using the energy of January and February to start manifesting what you want to manifest in March. Yeah, you guys. It start, it, this is... Cr- there's some crazy information in crazy here. Crazy information. Very necessary. Um, It really... Sean breaks down things in ways that makes my brain so happy and it makes me chill out yeah my body feels like i just like went to the bathroom okay too much information (laughs) um but anyways you guys (laughs) you you can follow him at astrology guy on instagram and if you want to book a session with him please uh dm him slide in his dms either way yeah go stare at the man online i recommend stalking enjoy the episode Let's take a quick break from the episode to talk about my current obsession. Actually, wait, hold on. I mean my lifetime obsession, which are weddings. Now, as a kid, I always had a really active imagination and I would fantasize about my wedding day. I would take curtains from my living room and drape them over my head and pretend I was a bride walking down the aisle. I probably did this 100 times throughout the day. And I don't know how I convinced my friends to play wedding instead of house. Jeff Lowe's, thank you so much. We're actually, um, we're still husband and wife, technically, second grade. Anyways, this podcast, all about manifestation, and we're all reading Calling in the One right now. So the one thing I've been doing to manifest my husband is 
going on Zola to create my wedding registry. And it's so easy. It's free. And it's actually really fun. So Zola, like myself, is the wedding company that will do anything for love. Hashtag relatable. It's inventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology. All in the service of love. So planning a wedding is definitely the most stressful time in your life. I wouldn't know because I've nobody has ever proposed to me and I've never prepared a wedding, but I have helped my sister and I've had really close girlfriends, uh-huh, hashtag always a bridesmaid, who got married and I've been by their side helping them and honestly this website takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding website your dream wedding registry is affordable you would get save the dates invitations and then you get easy to use planning tools so it's basically like you hired a wedding planner that you don't have to pay for amazing you can start right now with a free wedding website it's super easy it takes two minutes to set up and you get 100 gorgeous wedding website designs to choose from. And they fit any couple style in every single type of wedding. The Zola store has the widest selection of all gifts at different price points. There's something for every guest to give. Over 500 top brands from Cuisine Art to Sonos and Airbnb. You can also create a funds for your honeymoon, future home, new puppy, and anything you want. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, Go to zola.com slash magic. That is to start your free wedding website and also get 50% off of your registry on Zola. Go to zola.com. That's zola.com slash magic. So not to give too many spoiler alerts about my future slash kind of fake wedding because it's it hasn't happened yet. Um, I am going to be on a tropical island and everybody listening is definitely invited, but you have to get me like a really good gift. That is $300 or more. So last time you were here, we yes. talked about the fall equinox yes. and using the energy of those months to manifest. Now we're in a whole different type of energy Yes, a whole new with phase. the solstice. Yes. And what do you... Let's just start with, I guess, the difference of, of okay. the energies from last time you were here. That's awesome. Because the thing is, it's like we were talking about before, that we the, the best way for us to manifest the things that we want to manifest is to kind of stay in the same rhythm as nature, right? So we kind of go by the seasons, and every three months is a different season. And the last time we were here with fall, basically it b begins with spring, where you plant the seeds, and then it goes into summer, right, where you start to... Uh, kind of reap the rewards from the seeds that you planted and then within the fall you start to really gain momentum and then as we go into winter now it's the time to kind of reassess and kind of sit back and reflect on everything that you've created so that way you can establish okay these are the things that worked for me this year these are the things that didn't work for me these are the things that I need to leave behind and these are the things that I need to implement now moving forward so that way 2019 can be even better and we're continuing to grow within this whole entire process so do you kind of put things on ice so to speak a little Christmas terminology I love that. Thank I love you. That. or holiday terminology no religion um, <laughs> yes but uh, so you kind of freeze a little bit and and like use your left brain to to really reflect and think exactly yes that's exactly what you do Ooh, I love 
connection. It's it's, it's my excellent favorite thing. because it really gives you perspective on what it is is the next step that you need to take instead of you know it's just like moving forward, moving forward without taking a moment to really establish okay what is it that I really appreciate about what's happening now, what's fulfilling, and what do I need to like improve upon or capitalize upon. Do you have any ideas of how you tell clients to um, to like reflect the best? Like, what's the best way to reflect? The best way is to first agree with yourself to be a hundred percent honest with yourself, and to always ask yourself, what role am I playing in these things that, or in these circumstances that um, I'm unhappy with, or that are mm. frustrating, or that are challenging? Because our usual go-to is to explain how someone else is doing the wrong thing, or they, I could have done this if they hadn't done that, you know? Personal responsibility. Exactly. It's all about personal responsibility, which Dana knows a lot about. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm getting really excited right now. Um, so I guess this would be a good time for all of us to think about where we were in January, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And kind of see how far we've come since then. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So a little like celebrating for how much we've grown. Absolutely. And also taking inventory on where we fell short. Yes. On the, th on the places where you feel there's lack in any way, and lack isn't necessarily negative, it's just honest. These are the places where I feel, I still feel lack in some way. So what is it that I need to do? What behavior do I need to change? What thought processes do I need to change or expand um, in order to start to manifest the things that will kind of fulfill this gap or, or, or fill this gap up? And it starts with your thought patterns. Absolutely. And belief systems, which are kind of one and the same. One, yeah. Yes. yes, absolutely. Winter feels like such a little cozy time for, I'm sure, every human, not just me. Mm -hmm. um, is it is it kind of a time you don't actually have to implement these changes? You can just co get cozy and kind of know them. And then with the energy of the next um, equinox, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Then you uh, then you can change. Well, the thing is, is that w it's it's with every astrological phase. Right. There's like a level of development. And right. with Aries being the youngest sign of all, right now when we're going into the winter solstice, those are actually the oldest signs, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. So it feels so cozy and so relaxed because everyone will naturally have the energy of a more mature disposition. Uh. So it's, it's about you're still reflecting, you're still taking responsibility, you're still implementing the tools, but you're doing it in a more kind of adult way where you're seeing the big picture. And when we see the big picture, all these little tiny details that we usually freak out so much about, we realize that they, they don't have as much power when we look at the big picture and appreciate the things in life that we're really kind of gifted to have and focusing on being um, on having gratitude as opposed to constantly focusing on what we don't like or wh where things are lacking. So kind of slow down. Exactly. Slow okay. down, be in gratitude, and always think of the big picture. Okay. Yep. Cool. So the big picture, like the ultimate goal. Yes, exactly. Okay. So death. <laughs> Death too dark. Too dark. No, death of the <laughs> death of the previous you that was uh, implementing character traits or or practices that was that where you were yielding negative results. So yes, death to that part of you. Death to the cycle of of confusion and frustration, and rebirth with with that death always comes rebirth mm -hmm. of the new version of yourself. And right now, as we step into the winter solstice, it's really the best time to kind of decide what it is, you tr your intention for 2019. 
instead of just coming up with a resolution and saying like, okay, I'm going to leave, I'm going to stop eating sugar or <laughs> I'm going to make sure to go to the gym more. You really want to think my intention for 2019 is, and then you can fill in those blanks of what it is that you want to do instead of what you don't want to do. Because if you focus on just what you don't want to do, you're still left with the confusion of, well, then what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you might be leaving sugar out, but then what are you doing with the rest of your time? <laughs> you know, it's like you want to think bigger. Eating pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are some good <laughs> intentions that you would give an example of? Okay, so a really great intention. For example, a lot of people out here are trying to get into the entertainment industry. So you want to first be honest with yourself about how you view that industry. You know, are you are you kind of jaded about it? Are you constantly talking about how, you know, it used to be so much easier or how social media has really like undermined the whole entire process? Or are you just focusing on I need to continue to hone my skills, to have experiences where I'm believing in myself more. So that way, my belief system and my programming is that this is what I'm meant to do. I believe that it's possible. I'm excited about where we're going with it. And, you know, that will help you step into experiences that reflect that belief system. So you first want to be honest with that belief system and then set the intention for what I want to do for sure is do better than I did last year and see the momentum kind of continue to rise. I'm going to gain in how much money I'm making. I'm going to gain in how much confidence I have in myself. I'm going to gain in the experiences that I create for myself and the people that I connect to that will be like-minded people who really believe in the possibility instead of stand within the experience and just complain about mm. what they may see as failure. Oh, I, I just want to say that I love intentions so much. Mm -hmm. And I set one last year and I was like super specific about my 2018 intention. And I like wrote it all over my whiteboard. I wrote it all in my notebook and it was own your power. Yeah, that's amazing. Because that's a great one. I spent so many years giving my power away to people. Mm-hmm every day I would just I would just give it away and I was depleted so what's so cool is that we have a Facebook group the superficial magic vibrator Facebook group and somebody wrote all about intentions for the new year and it made me think about my intention and I was like oh my god I actually like did it that's awesome like I've owned my power like I didn't I don't I didn't do it the first like like January, February, but like March. Right. <laughs> <laughs> March was amazing. What happened in March? March is when I um, moved out. Uh. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be treated like this by somebody. Like, I'm done. Yeah, and I moved, I moved out. I stood up for myself. And ever since then, it's been a constant, like, some, it was like some days I was doing it, some days I wasn't. And then the coolest part about that reflection is I've been doing it the most December right Right now. That's awesome. So the intention is, you know, it may not work immediately. Right. But. But it works. It really works. And what I love about that story is in, in line with going with nature and the phases, the astrological phases. The thing is, is that March is when spring comes around. So that's actually when you're planting those new seeds. With mm. January, Feb with, uh, yeah. January, the end of December, sorry, the end of December into January into the beginning towards the end of February, we have um, we have Capricorn, Aquarius and Pisces, like I was saying earlier, and that's winter. So that's the ending of a phase. So at the beginning of the phase is when you really started to kind of enact that intention, because that's when spiritually you were ready to start brand new. 
So it, it, the thing is, it's it's strange because in our culture, when the calendar year shifts, that's uh. when we start our like, okay, here's my New Year's resolution. And the reason why most people don't stick to them is because spiritually, that's not the time to really be starting brand new. Whoa, so March is the time to really be, that's our new January 1st. It's basically like the beginning of like the spiritual year because that's when all the seeds are planted. That's when everything's brand new. That's why during that time period, during Aries, you can always just remember it by birthdays. Aries is the beginning. So when we're having birthdays for Aries, think, okay, here's my beginning. Here's my mm. true beginning. And that's March. Yes. That's yes, exactly. I think it starts uh, March 22nd or 23rd. Very, very interesting. Right? That's when I moved. Oh, there you go. That's when I moved. See? And, and, and it didn't, I didn't, I tried to move April 1st. Mm-hmm. And I ended up moving like March 20 something. Yes. Like so yeah. you were right in alignment with like where you were kind of being drawn to make the action because t- right now during winter is really the time for reflection, like we were talking about earlier, but then the time to get very clear on what's taking place. So that way, you know what the next step is going to be. But just remember, there is no rush for it. You can really ride these next three months to continue what you were wanting to do in 2018 and just know that the kind of the true beginning is when March comes around. So you actually have more time than you think. So yeah. when is like a, a when's a good time in the cycle to just get your get your crops like collect your crops and just enjoy them? Right. Megan's working on a farm. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> you guys I'm she the new president of Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, but really, how do I farm? <laughs> right. No, the best time is starting from fall all the way through the end of winter. As I should be out there collecting you my be collecting, manifestations. Yes, and staying consistent. That's when mm. you're being consistent and collecting. Right now is the time where you're really enjoying that. So you've collected it all. Now you're enjoying it all. Mm. And you're thinking, okay, now that I've collected everything and I'm sitting back and enjoying it, what do I really love about what I've collected? What do I, do I not like the taste of so much? Okay. So this way, next time around, I'm not going to plant that seed. So you can just get in your little snuggie like a little piggy, yes. eat some food, <laughs> figure out, enjoy your blessings, yes. figure out where you went wrong, where you're going to go more right, yep. and like chill for a minute yes exactly i've been wanting to lie down a lot okay (laughs) and i've i've been like getting clear signs to just like not run myself so hard Mm -hmm. that it doesn't serve me which is scary because that's how i live my life into all the workaholics listening who are like go 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 like i it's a weird i don't know it feels uncomfortable but it's i have to like chill Yes, you have to honor when your vo- when that inner voice is telling you to do that. You have to honor that because the thing is, we are we're always co-creating, right? We're co-creating with the universe. We have to release control sometimes, and especially for your chart, Scorpio oh God, it's so and hard Leo together. To it's like you feel like if you just put enough effort forth, then you can control and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And that effort doesn't go unnoticed, but you do have to allow time and space for the universe to do its part. And so when your inner voice is saying, "Okay, you can relax now." then that's time for you to kind of relax and chill, take things in, and then kind of recharge, rebalance yourself so that way you can be led and inspired to the next action that's necessary to be taken instead of just going, going, going. Yeah, so when you're relaxing and reflecting, Mm -hmm. is that you telling the universe, like, hey, I trust you. Yes. And I'm waiting for you to give me a sign or kind of like take care of me or it's basically like i trust you and i have certainty that you're doing whatever's necessary and in my best interest so we're but what if you feel like a loser while you're doing (laughs) it 
<laughs> well, then you have to ask yourself why. Why do we, why? Like, I'm like, why? oh, I feel like a bum. I've just been lying on my bed. What am I doing? Okay, the moment though that happens, yeah. you have to s- say to yourself, okay, am, am I, I feeling a loser? that way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> am I truly a loser? Do I feel this way because of a standard that I'm meant to live up to? Or do I truly feel this way because I know I actually have things that I need to be doing that I'm not doing? Like, that's when it comes to being okay. honest with yourself. You know, that, yeah. laying down for weeks at a time, <laughs> you know, that's a little different than when you're going, 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 going. And you're like, you know what? I need to be balanced. Like, everything in the universe flourishes with balance. If you feel, like, a bit out of balance, sometimes you need to chill. And when you're chilling in uh, y- the I'm a loser comes up, yeah. you have to ask yourself, where is that coming from? Is that my inner voice? Mm-hmm. Is that the voice of the universe telling me I'm a loser? <laughs> or is that, you know, like, I don't know, Uncle Joe that I grew up with telling yeah. me that I'm a loser? Like, Does where is the this universe ever s- tell people they're a loser? Absolutely not. Because oh. <laughs> love doesn't say you're a loser. <laughs> love may say... Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> no, the universe will only say, you know, always do what's in your best interest. You're, you know, uh, you may not be doing enough. You can do more. Like, it's going to give you that inspiration and that energy and that knowledge to do more. But to judge yourself, love never judges. So, mm. and if, if we believe the universe is love, which I do, then how could the universe say you're a loser? Like... That's not love. Yeah. Well, okay, I just had a really important question, and then it slipped my mind because Sean was talking about love. <laughs> <laughs> Which is our favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> That's our favorite thing to talk about. We love love. <laughs> um, no, this was important. Uh, okay, the okay so if you have a instinct in yourself yes like uh, a thing that's limiting you and mm-hmm. you just keep doing it and you're reflecting and you're like oh it's a defense mechanism i want to move past it H- is there any way to use this winter i know you have to kind of get uncomfortable to do that and i feel like i'm in the place where I, i'm seeing that right now i'm like this is where i'm limited this is what i have to change but it's really uncomfortable and i don't want to do it um does that make sense at all it does absolutely the thing is you have to ask yourself why don't you want to do it Mm -hmm. and it's usually because you're afraid of the unknown Mm -hmm. and whenever you are walking your spiritual path towards the things that you desire there it's all in the unknown right it's never going to be predictable it's never going to be all under your control it's going to be the unknown so you have to ask yourself okay am i willing to step into the unknown Along with fear, because fear comes along with it, which is fine. It's a human, like, natural instinct to the unknown. Like, we're programmed to be afraid of the unknown to keep ourselves safe. But the thing is, is that you have to say to yourself, okay, am I only afraid because I like to control everything and I don't like to mess up and I don't like to be wrong and I don't like to be judged? Or am I afraid for my life? (laughs) You know, if you're afraid for your life, don't go, don't do it, because what's the use if you're going to die? But... It's like if you're just afraid of all those other things I was talking about, then it's literally just your ego saying, like, don't do it. Yeah. You know, so you want to not give energy to your ego. So that way you starve it. Its strength diminishes and you feed that deeper part of you. That's like, Megan, you know, you need to do (laughs) it if you want to (laughs) change. Right. (laughs) Can you can you do we'll do a separate audio recording of you saying, Megan, you need to do it if you want to change. And she's going to play that. You're going to play that in the morning and then at night. Everyone's like, why is Megan like a bazillionaire? All of a sudden she's achieving so much. (laughs) Do you think 
that the most successful people aren't scared of the unknown. No, I think the most successful people are the most scared of the unknown, but they have the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have the most fire behind them to walk into it along with the fear, knowing that the fear comes with it. That's that's the thing. But aren't you cheating if you have fire in your chart? It does help. That's why yeah. Leos are very, that Leos are successful, Aries are success, successful, Sages are successful in terms of the fact that they have a certain level of confidence going into things, but it doesn't mean they're not afraid. It just means that they're wired to kind of move forward and think about kind of consequences later. You yeah, know? I'm wired to um, dig a hole in the ground <laughs> and move and there hide. for infinity. <laughs> Same. Okay, but the thing is, yes, oh, Capricorn and Scorpio, very similar in that way. And that's why they usually become successful a little later in life because it's more of a step-by-step situation. But once you get there, it's much more sustainable. Uh-huh. You know, that's the beautiful thing about it. Burn. I've yes. Always, I've always thought, yeah, I've always thought that because yes. I feel like I'm really wired to want to do a specific thing and start making all the moves to do it and then talk myself out of it and yep. step out of it and tell myself all the reasons why it's not going to work mm-hmm. and then go, oh my God, I missed my opportunity when I could have gotten this thing if I just was went fearless. That, yes. Yeah, and went with it. Yeah. And you have both of those voices within you because Leo, you have fire. That's that part of you that's like, do it, do it right now. You can do it. Yeah. And then Scorpio's like, oh no, no, but I, what if I you do know. it wrong? But what if you're not ready? But what if you're not prepared? You're literally in my head right now. So, <laughs> so the thing is, is that you know that combination, the strength in that combination is that voice of go, do it because and just listen to that voice and make that yes. voice more prominent than anything else. Absolutely. Because the thing is you have to trust that when you're in the midst of whatever that experience is that you're talking yourself into doing when you're in the midst of that and something shows up that was, you know, um, that you couldn't predict or that surprises you or that scares you, you have to have certainty in your strength and your knowledge of doing what's in your best interest in those moments. You know? I need to strengthen my mind when it comes to that because I'm really disciplined when it comes to like working out or eating healthy. Right. Especially if I don't have the motivation and I'm so tired Mm -hmm. and I don't, we were talking about this last night and like when I'm feeling like absolute shit and I'm like, Oh my God, working out would make me feel so much better. I have that motivation to go and do it. Right. Knowing that I'm like feeling awful and I get there and I'm feeling awful, but I keep thinking like after how great I'm going to feel. So I wonder if that we can put that into like going past your fear <laughs> over things that are bigger. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, what I'm it totally does. And you absolutely can. The, the thing is, is with the working out situation or eating right, there's not quite as much to be afraid of because you're totally in control of it. So you have to say to yourself uh, how, how good you feel when you're done with that. You'll feel just as good stepping into those, you know, largely fearful situations uh, because the thing is, is that you're trusting who you are and trusting your capability. So no matter what happens, instead of trying to control it all, you just have to trust that you're following your inner voice and wherever you end up is in your best interest. Even if it's scary, even if it feels like failure while it's happening, it's still in your best interest because you're going to learn something from it that's just going to make you better, but it's forward movement in the direction that your soul is telling you you want to go yeah. in order to get the things yeah you have to go exactly if, if you're if you're wanting to live the life of being fulfilled and being you know excited by life on a daily basis then you have to know fear is part of that so i don't understand when people say you know be fearless fear is 
a human condition. It's part of it. And I mean, I've talked to people on every level of success and with every level of success, there's just as much fear. I mean, of course, once you reach a certain level, you're a little more confident because you've done more and you have more money. But still, when you get ready to uh, approach your next goal or go after the next thing that you want to do, you're still afraid. You're still afraid you're going to fail. Know, it's so weird that it's never over. And it's just the over. more successful you get, it's, you know, more money, more problems. Right. <laughs> it's like bigger risks you have to take. Yes. And all of it. Yes. More money, more problems. Mm-hmm. More, yes. Um. <laughs> Do you recommend setting an intention every day, like having a big overarching intention and then every morning having a little intention? I think that's a great idea. The thing is, it's like you set your intention for the year Mm -hmm. with like, you know, when it comes to career, then when it comes to health, then when it comes to love, right? Yeah. And when it comes to relationships. Okay, so four four intentions. Exactly. Will you say this again? Career, love, health. And and relationships. Relationships. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of your overall view for the year. And then on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, then you can say, okay, this week, this is what I want to accomplish in all those areas. Ah. This is my intention for all those things. And then on a smaller level, like before we do this session or whatever, but what would we call this before we do this like episode? But before we sit down or to... we call it a date. Okay. The thing is... Not, you're not on a date. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, before we start our date, I like b- beforehand, I say, okay, what is my intention going into this? Whatever I do, I always like have a conversation with myself about what is my intention. Mm. So that way I know no matter what happens, I can still walk away and say, okay, I, I did what I felt like I was meant to do. And that will leave me in the midst of still analyzing everything else because I still have those voices like everyone else, like, what you said was dumb. What if that was ridiculous? Do you know what you're doing? I can't believe that. Do they, have, do they believe you? You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> then you walk away, but you still thought, okay, as long as I like yeah. had my intention and I completed that intention, then I knew I did what my soul was it trying to do. It makes it all so much more doable and safe. And yes. like to just be like, I have this word or this idea. Yes. I'm going to bring it with all my might. It might go wrong and shatter around me as life typically sometimes does. Yep. But not, you know, I still have what I needed to bring to it. Right. What I'm bringing to this um, podcast right now is an intention of genius. <laughs> Oh, did you set it or, or, or it's happening? Is that an observation <laughs> or? <laughs> I'm very confused. So weekly intentions. Yes. And then checking in with yourself. On the big stuff. Like if you're going to go and do a show, right? It's like before you go do the show, it's like setting your intention beforehand. So that way you know your energy is all in alignment. You know, before you sit down to do a podcast or, you know, interview someone or whatever. What is my intention here? So that way your mind, body, and soul are all on the same page. And then no matter what happens, because a lot of stuff is out of our control, you can still say, I did what my soul was meant to do. So anything else, even though some of it may suck, (laughs) you know, and I might not like it, I'm still okay with it because I know what I was meant to do. That really takes the pressure off because you can't overthink after that. Exactly. There's no way. And, and everyone can't, like blame it on Another yeah. Person. Yeah. Exactly. It's just all, you know, Dana's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know that was coming? <laughs> I knew that was coming. You had that like little smirk in your eye. And you know what really helps with intention is knowing what like year you're going into. Like I was telling you guys before, what um you've all come in for a reading with me and when you come in for a reading I'll, I'll tell you like this is the year that you're in 
because every year has a number to it. And each year, just like school, it's basically like a, a lesson you're meant to learn that year. So Dana's going into nine, I'm going into eight. Yes. And, and how do you figure out this year? You basically, well, first know that there's nine, there's nine cycles, okay. you know? So basically, if you look at your life like a book, like the book of your life, then each chapter is nine pages. And each page is like one year. So at each year, you're meant to learn a specific lesson to kind of get to the next phase and and up until the point where you're in year nine and that's the year of reflection so that way you can start the next chapter with all the information that you gathered and the way to calculate that number it's really simple you just take your birthday like the month of your birth we'll do megan really quick so megan is born december 29th so yes so so her birthday's coming up feel free to reach out and send presents but anyway Sean's the so 28th. yes i am the 28th also december so the thing is is like we're right on top of each other it is we were born settle, right down, <laughs> settle down we were born right next to it and on top of each other okay so december 29th would be 12 plus 29 because december is the 12th month and obviously the 29th so 12 plus 29 and then you keep adding it together till you get one number 12 plus 29 is 41 then four plus one is five, okay? So then you take five and you add it to the year we're in. So we're in 2018, okay? So you basically just keep adding. So 2018 is two plus zero plus one plus eight, which adds up to 11, and then it adds up to two. So you keep... Well, how does 11 add up to two? Oh, one plus one. Exactly, exactly. And then we take the five and we add it to two because five was your birthday, two is the year. So five, six, seven, you're in a seven year right now going into year eight. And that's like a big thing for me because i'm gonna start getting all my little christmas presents next year of life right yes that's so true because the thing is your eight year is basically you start planting the seeds in your one year for the entire nine-year cycle learning lessons along the way and uh, just to do a a quick kind of synopsis of what they all are so if anyone you know if any of your listeners decide that they want to look it up and know year one is your reinvention year seed planting Year two, just like when you plant seeds, you have to wait a bit before you see anything happen. So that's the year of learning patience, right? That's a major year for learning patience. Year three is the first manifesting of the seed that you planted. So then you start to say, okay, this this is working. This is what's happening for me now. Year four then goes into all work, just consistent work, slow and steady rise or slow and steady drive forward. Year five is all about freedom. So then you're like, okay, I've been working, things are cultivating, things are happening, and now I want a little bit of freedom. I want to express and learn more about myself along the way. Year six is the year for love. So that's when you kind of, within this new chapter, learn more about loving yourself, healing relationships, letting go of relationships. And then year seven is a huge year, and I'm sure you can attest to this based on what this year was for you, all about (laughs) being, it's like your, your biggest spiritual year where you're spiritual cleansing. You basically clean house spiritually to make space for the big tidal wave year of manifesting, the biggest year of them all, which is your eight year. It's the climax, which Whoa. is the year, the year that Dana's in, and she loves climaxing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not doing it enough. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the climax year, and it doesn't mean throughout the entire process that you can't be hugely successful, that you can't have, you know, make tons of money, that you can't find love. You're going to have all these things throughout. It just means that the biggest version of that is going to happen your eight year into your nine year. So things will continue to grow because they've been growing for you in this this year in a you know in a uh, fast paced 
you know, clear manifesting way. He's talking to Dana right now. Yes. I, I would say that the past six months has sped up immensely. Yes, that's great. That's exactly so how it should be going. Yeah. It's like, it's like night and day. Like mm-hmm. each month is just like come faster and faster. Yep. Is that going to, that's going to continue into my ninth year even exactly. more? Yes. Because it's just like a tidal wave. When a tidal wave comes, right? First, like, let's say a tsunami is coming. First, the water recedes out, right, before it comes in. You're in the seven year where you're like, where the hell did everything go? This right. is real scary. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, now the water comes back in. The tidal wave comes in your eight year. After a tidal, com- tidal wave comes, the water is there for a while. You know, you get to kind of reap all the benefits. It continues to grow for a while. And that's the year nine for you. So you'll s- things will still keep happening. Um, momentum will still continue to go. So it's like riding the momentum, but in the midst of this year, it's really about saying, okay, who have I become now with all these new experiences? So that way, when you plant seeds in 2020, you're very clear on what it is that you want to kind of create for that next chapter. I feel like I'm jumping ahead, but I feel like everyone's freaking out over 2020. Why did you say 2020, by the way? Well, that's going to be your one year. That's going to be your reinvention year. Okay, wait, sorry. It doesn't go to 10, year 10? It g- no, it's, it it's only nine, nine and yes. then it starts back from one. Exactly, yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> so this is my final year. Well, exactly, yes. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden you have to start over and everything disappears. It just means within all that abundance you've created, now how can you continue to grow? That's the thing. Like collecting contrast out of it in Abraham Hicks terms and then taking the things you like and growing them even more. Exactly. Okay, so 100%. Sorry, year one is, say that one more time, what year one is? It's basically your reinvention year, reinvention year and planting new seeds for that next chapter. So it's like everything, the, 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 the wave that you're riding now will continue, but then in year one, you decide where you want it to go. Year one's like your share year. You get to, you know, like you get to be share, you get to reinvent, you get to pick. Yes. yes, exactly. You exactly. can write that down, Sean. You can <laughs> use that. Isn't that more Madonna reinvent? There I was a reinvention tour by Madonna. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but yes, many of the icons have reinvented mm-hmm. many times. And those two major ones are like very kind of synonymous with reinventing themselves. And that's why their career has gone on for so long. Because it really is about you cannot stay the same. You can look at the way, always look at nature. It does not stay the same. It continues to change. So we either decide to change for the better or we're going to change for the worse. But if you resist change and you don't actively take a role in your growth, then you are going to change. It's just not going to be for the better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) Okay. I love this. Right? It's very helpful. This is exciting. Yes. When I was in yoga today, I couldn't stop, like, just constantly hearing the universe gives you what you give it a billion percent can like that's really it the universe gives you what you give it yes and what you're not giving the universe it's not not getting it's not (laughs) giving you yeah that's it and that's why with like love for me it's like i'm so open to receiving love and opening my heart and working on that Mm -hmm. because it's literally i feel like it's not in my life because i'm not giving it to the universe it's very very true and the thing is it's like that's another thing we like to control it's like in order to truly give love, you have to be vulnerable. You have to. You can't control how much love, you know, if you're going to control and say, I give love, but I like to give it in a way that makes me 100% comfortable, then you're only going to get back from the universe that same limited amount yes. of what it is that you're giving. And I've, I'm experiencing it firsthand. Yeah. Well, that's And then it goes back to being comfortable and like yes. having to get out of your comfort zone. You and it's to. not easy and it's not quick all of the time. Like my 
my transformation right now is really slow because mm. it's so uncomfortable. So I just think mirroring the universe and being okay with it being a process and not a manifestation of like, oh, you're suddenly awesome right. is cool too. Well, and the thing is, it's like in your seven year that you're in for 2018, it's meant to go really slow. It's meant to slow down so that way you're forced, the universe is forcing you to look at the things that you want to transform, the things that you want to change. When we're moving fast, we can ignore things. Like, oh yeah, I just got my feelings hurt, but who cares, I'm doing this now. It's just the same reason why people go out all the time or mm -hmm. continue to drink or continue to get high or whatever. It's like you're basically trying to ignore what's really going on. In your seven year, you're forced. It slows down because it forces you to look at everything. Wow. So that way you can decide, okay, what is it I want? Because I don't want to feel the same way I feel right now. I want yeah. to, you know? And then once you decide that, this year th was your year to decide that. And then you get clear on what you want. And then you go into your eight year. And then it all starts to reflect back to you the amount of energy and the amount of truth you've put into the process. I love that. I, you know, I, I've also been thinking a little bit more because of what you said about like what it means to plant seeds and what it means to have them right i don't know what manifest manifest yes and so every time i kind of have a reaction or a limiting belief or like I even I, I i don't think you need to cut off your negative side but just like a shadow thought or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to plant that seed is that kind of what planting a seed is just your intentions for other people other things other you know all of it and then working on transcending that a little bit it's your it's exactly that it's your intention that you have for whatever circumstance and the emotion that's connected to it yeah and then along that that's planting the seed right there so let's say like when i started my astrology business i kind of you know i was i've always worked in the entertainment industry as a performer and you know i still do some things in that industry but for kind of a side business i was like i want to start the astrology stuff because i love it and I didn't know exactly how it was going to take form, but I knew my intention was to share the information that I s saw and used in my own life to really get the things that I want. And I was like, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this, but that's my intention. And so whenever anything would come up, like, you know, what office are you going to use? How much are you going to charge? Why are mm -hmm. people going to trust you? Like what, you know, that type of stuff. I was like, I'll figure that out throughout the process but I c as long as I'm connected to that intention to when I sit down with someone I'm like this is what I know this is how it helped me and this is how it could potentially help you and because it was working people would go and say oh I got a reading from Sean and this helped me and this did and so it all kind of took off on its own I couldn't I didn't control that but I stayed connected to my intention and do you think that when you set an intention sometimes the universe will c like test it immediately I think Always. <laughs> it will test it immediately. <laughs> Always. I'll let Dana say what she says and then remind me I want to say some more things about that. Okay. Well, I yeah, I just want to be I want to be a testimonial for your readings because you That's transformed awesome. my life. Thank truly. You. Thank like, you so much. That's like so I can't cool. even Oh my god, I can't I can't even explain it. I'm getting flustered thinking about it. Oh, you're um, the best. Thank you. So anywho, but intentions, yes. yes. Okay. This is like hitting me in a new way and also, with what Megan was saying, you're really good at not going down that like negative slope. Like if something bad happens to Megan, she'll start explaining it to me and she'll be like, you know what? I don't want to create this anymore. Awesome. And she'll stop I herself. It. I love it. And so you've taught me so much by doing that. 
And I think that's like an amazing thing because when something bad happens to me, my first thing is I'm like, I'm going to call this person. I'm going to call that person. Oh my God, I'm going to vent. We're going to talk. We're going to run through all these scenarios. And it's like, whoa, you're just creating more of that and for you're yourself. Feeding it and, and you're it's feeding growing. it and you're giving it energy and yes. you're making more of it for the future. Exactly. So, exactly. okay, go back to your thought. Love, uh, thank you for noticing that. Wow. I really am quite a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> quite a genius. I thought you were going to say genius. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I just, I think it's interesting how the universe always brings to you just what you're so scared of. And I went to a, like a secret Santa party. I think I told Dana a little bit of this, <laughs> but like, I, but you didn't get into it. Oh, I didn't get into it yet. Well, I went to a secret Santa party and you're I'm always really scared to bring gifts to that. Like I'm I I don't know. I'm really shy and right. I just want my gift to be liked and I'm just like it's all it never is. Right. So this year <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard and I like went with Natalie who's really smart and I got a Bob Ross like one of those things that grows grass mm. you know what I mean um what are those called yeah, a chia hat. pet a chia pet I got a Bob <laughs> Ross chia pet and I got like a paint set okay. and it was just something for somebody to be a little artist that's a lot that's a great gift and it was like a 20 dollar cap and I went a little bit over you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to this party thinking like, awesome. I did it. I really right. did it this time. Everybody at the party, I don't know why this girl invited me because everybody was like, I'm using quotations like name and important. And everyone was like, what's your, you know, resume? And I was like, nothing, a lot. I'm going to take this part out because I've done a lot. But they were kind of making me not feel like I did a lot. Right. How's that? Yes. That's better, right? Okay. So um then this Victoria's Secret model opened my present and was like, I hate it. In front of everyone. She was like, I hate this present. And then everybody kept pretending they were gonna steal it from her, but not taking it like they were joking. And I was like, wow, the universe really brings your fears and just like shoves it in your face for you to be like, this is dumb and I'm not going to like care about Secret Santa anymore. Can I tell you about my Secret Santa experience? I was on Molly, so I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds way better. Back to Megan. No, that's that's literally it. No, but that that's a great example of when you're afraid of something, right? Yes. And then you 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 step through that fear, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna be a part of this anyway. What happens is the universe reflects it reflects back to you. Ex- the oh my god, that it's so okay. <laughs> leave that part. Leave that part in. Just Sean freaking out. I love it. <laughs> so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so the thing is, is like that. Oh that's a great example of the universe putting you in a situation where you decide to step through your fear, right, mm-hmm. and attempt to do something that you're kind of, you know, uncomfortable with, and immediately the universe will reflect back to you and give you a demonstration of the reality of what that is. Oh my God! You know, it's like you get a moment to see. Okay, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of judgment. Yeah. Okay, judgment, especially over something that has nothing to do with who I am as a person. Right. And if this person doesn't like it or appreciate it, it has nothing to do with who I am as a person or yeah. what I'm capable of. And it's just so awesome to like heal it. And then this person literally has like five million followers, and is like doing her Instagram post of like, I hate this gift, and I'm just like free. 
I'm like, I don't fucking care. Exactly. Because you you. see that it actually means nothing in your life. That's a huge, (laughs) I feel like that's a huge lesson. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. And I think we should all get Chia Pets in in solidarity. That would be a great gift. (laughs) I would have loved it. Yeah. For Christmas, <laughs> I only have one idea. Um, manifesting. What are some things that you've manifested? Wait, what was the question, Jess? What are some things you've manifested? Some examples of things you've manifested. Okay, so good examples like the things I was telling you about to set the intention for career, mm-hmm. right? For uh, self, or what, what did I say? Career, relationships, r- r- romance, c- career, relationships, health. health and love yes okay so when it comes to self what i manifested was one of the main things that i wanted was a home i always wanted since i was a kid when my parents split up this is so dramatic but when my parents split up when i was 10 that was the last time that i actually had a home since that point i was always just living in apartments right like one bedroom apartment here maybe two bedroom apartment here so i was like i just want to have one place that i can call home again so when I moved to LA and I you know, went into the entertainment industry, my whole entire intention was to manifest a home. So whenever I was working, because I worked as a dancer for a long time, uh, worked in music for a long time, still work in music. So the thing is, is that moving forward, that being my intention always, it kept me from being distracted by insecurities and fears. Because I was like, the reason I'm doing this is wow. to get to that place. So doing that and, and, and staying connected to that intention I manifested exactly what it was that I wanted because the thing that undermines your intention is going to be distractions. Wow. You know? By the way, Sean has the most beautiful home on the planet. It's Thank like you. Thank you insane. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, good job. This isn't the one I'm, t- I'm talking about, but the first one I got was in Sherman Oaks. Oh. That's what <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the first one in Sherman Oaks was that was like the, you know, the big like moment in my life. And that was, you know, uh, a huge moment of, kind of a testament to when you set an intention and you stay focused on that intention, whatever comes up, whatever fears come up, whatever insecurities come up, their voice isn't as strong as your drive for your intention. But you have to be clear on what the intention is because otherwise the distractions can distract you. And that's literally what takes people off the path is being distracted by, you know, relationship fights or insecurities or the voice that tells you you're not ready or the voice that tells you this person's better than you or this person's judgment means more than your judgment for yourself. Like all of those are distractions. Your soul is here to be very clear on what it is that you want and you connect to that intention and you stay on that path and you're guaranteed with the energy that you give to it, you will get that energy back. I have w- I have one question about that, Sean. Yes. Um, how do you know if you're getting distracted by something or like going on an actually healthy date? Right. Okay. No, that's a, that's a great question. You go by how you feel. Okay. The thing is, you'll know if you're. Let's say your intention is to, I don't know, um, write a book. Okay. Oh, I actually have a client. Good yeah. Guess. Okay. That that's <laughs> awesome. That that's great because I have another client also too that that has been her intention to like write a book for a while. And so the thing is, you know, that takes a certain amount of time. That takes a certain amount of focus. That takes a certain time amount of sitting down and you know forcing yourself sometimes to write when you're not in the mood when yeah. you don't know exactly what you're going to write. But so the thing is, is that if in the midst of you setting up the structure of making sure you're taking the steps to get that done, and you find yourself you know, going out with friends, you know, kind of spending too much time feeding the energy 
that doesn't revert back to that intention, that's distraction. Got it. Okay. You know? And you'll feel you'll feel it like in terms of if you're going on a date and you're having a good time on the date, that's good for you. It's feeding your soul. It's giving you experience because and that's experience that you can give to whatever your intention is. But if you're like, you know, continuing to go out on a date with someone that, you know, you don't like and you're yeah. fighting or arguing with them and you're even maybe still sleeping with them, even though, you know, it's not going anywhere. You're just doing it to stay distracted from the focus and fear of doing what your soul really wants to do. Sean, you have broken down so many things for us today that it's like actually stupid <laughs> i can't I love that you know, that's actually dumb that <laughs> explains so much our minds are exploded we have exploded my that's funny because my intention before today was to be as dumb as possible <laughs> yes <laughs> let me just be really dumb and it worked <laughs> and here we are this is fantastic <laughs> did we, we want to end with the the full moon the last full moon or did we already talk about it no we, haven't yet. we didn't and that's a great way to end this yeah. this week on the 22nd is on uh, December 22nd, the day after we shift into the winter solstice, the full moon is going to be in Cancer. Okay, so Capricorn is an Earth sign. It's the oldest of the Earth signs. It's a leader sign. Cancer is a water sign and the youngest of the water signs, but it's also a leader. They're polar opposites. Okay, Capricorn is all about the physical, and it's about climbing slowly but surely to its goal. Cancer is all about love and family and home, and that balance is pretty huge in terms of the way life goes we want career basically so we can have money and security and be mm -hmm. able to express our gifts but then we also want love and we want family and we want connection so the thing is on this full moon because it's cancer because it's water it's the perfect time to kind of do a ritual for yourself of cleansing yourself from any of the drama from 2018 it's all about saying okay i'm going to whether and and do something involving water. I mean, whether it's like jump in the pool, jump in the ocean, mm. jump in the shower, splash your face with a cup of water. I mean, so do something. <laughs> Throw okay. water on someone else. But it's like you want to think, okay, I'm going to write down the things that I want to release. And then I want to meditate on those before I kind of do my cleansing ritual. And I'm going to think after I wash these things away, I am renewed and I'm ready to now set my intention for 2019. And I'll wrap my head around that intention and I have some time for the next few months before then I start with spring to really start to go hard. So it's a little baptism for ourselves. Absolutely. Or we can bring back the ice bucket challenge. You can bring back the ice bucket challenge. You could definitely do that. <laughs> yes. We've been missing that. That was a society. nightmare. Did you guys do that when it came no. around? Me either. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Some people that were doing like dangerous ice bucket challenges. That's outrageous. They were like doing it from over balconies where like the ice pellets were like injuring them. I mean, that Humans and that cinnamon so thing. Dumb, people yeah. were like eating cinnamon. Oh. I mean, what yeah. is that all about? So, when you get, wait, you guys, join the superficial magic challenge. We want you guys to cleanse with water on the 22nd. Yes, and know <laughs> your intention, set that intention. You are going to be renewed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, <laughs> Jesus. I'm afraid when I let all of 2018 go, I'm going to start like a vortex, a black hole vortex in the universe. It's been an intense year. It's going to be magical, though. Oh, okay. Yes, this, okay. Is your, this is your big year coming up, so connect to that truth. You guys, this is my big year, yes. so yes, it's it going to be huge. Sean, it's we love so you. Huge. Thank you for changing all of our lives completely. I love you guys. And More the listeners, anything. too. You're always a favorite. Awesome. Yeah. Dana, where can they find you oh, on wow. social media? 
at Dana Moonmeet, and where can they find Sean? I don't know. You can find me at, at Astrology Guy. That's what I thought it and was. And it's all thanks to you guys that I even have that. <laughs> I, yeah, so. I love your Instagram. I'm Thank always you. like checking it and That's you, awesome, lots cool. of info. Um, Megan has a new update. I do? About her Instagram. What ab- What is it? That it's looking better? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My Instagram's looking better. Um, come check it out at Megan Granger, M-E-A-G-A-N-G. Did I just say my name weird? Megan Granger? <laughs> M-E-A-G-A-N-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. Come look at what true beauty is in an Instagram account. I um <laughs> I think somebody was messaged me about your Instagram, Sean. Oh, really? A couple people. They were like, thank you so much for sharing That's his account awesome. with me. This is like my Bible. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was like... You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Yes. And rate the podcast five stars. And you can book a session with Sean online. or w- You can either DM me okay. like on um, Instagram or you can email me at astrologyguychannel at gmail.com. Yes. And I will get back to you and we will set it up and we'll get you ready for 2019. Yes. Even if it's not for a session, just DM Sean for sure. <laughs> Slip in those DMs. And Jessica J's here. Say hi. Hi. We love you, Jessica J. We love Jessica J. Yes, she's the one that brought us all together. Thank you, Jessica J. She brings such good energy. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're a angel. Love this girl. We love you. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.